Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 354 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. And this question was sent by Marion. And Marion writes that the, uh, the goal is to mainly learning to play hymns. And uh, the time for practice is the hardest thing. Also, when you see that people are writing about finding time, what do you think they really mean? Well... <laughs> because it's a deeper, I think, question. I think it might mean two things. One, that we are really very busy and it's hard for them to to squeeze organ practice on their schedule. But I think that it also might mean, well, laziness a little bit. Why do you say laziness specifically? Because well, I have another theory. Because I think it's in human nature that sometimes we don't want to do something and then we find ourselves uh, excuses for not doing that. And usually the best answer to it is, you know, I don't have enough time. Oh, so so you mean like uh, running is easier than flying? Uh, walking is easier than running, uh, standing is easier than walking, and then sitting is easier than than uh, standing, and lying down is easier than sitting, and we would uh, be lying all the all day long. True, right? true. And what is your theory? My theory is that when when a person says that they can't find um, time to do something is that they don't uh, want it badly enough. As you say, you need to sacrifice something, right? And uh, this sacrifice is not worth the trouble. Not not worth the result, maybe, uh, for them. For example, why do you keep practicing organ after those 25 plus years? 
Well, you're busy, right? You're teaching and etc. But why you keep uh, finding the time? I wish just to say that you know I have that need in my blood, you know, to keep practicing. In your DNA. But it's it's not always true. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm just having recital coming up, and that was pushes me, you know, to practice. Deadlines. Yes, deadlines. Although I really hate them. I hate these words like motivation, no deadline, due date. Ooh. Your favorite words from American yes, college I remember education. Right. It was horrible. <laughs> horrible. Um, would you be motivated to keep finding the time without those external deadlines? Mm, it would be much, much harder. And I don't know how long I would be able, you know, to to keep practicing. But anyway, since, you know, Marion wrote that she needs to learn to play hymns, obviously she works at church, so she has a goal, and she needs to practice. Because if she plays at church, probably she gets paid, and so... She didn't write that she works at church, and maybe... Maybe we are just, you know, speculating. Well, but maybe she wants to, you know, to become a church organist. Uh Uh-huh. That could be her priority, then, to become better at playing the organ. And you can't become better unless you practice every day. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think everybody in their schedule might find time, you know, to do that. You just have to sacrifice something. Maybe, you know, you don't have to watch TV. Maybe you don't have to surf through internet, you know, in your smartphone. Like you did when I was uh, posting a blog post, right? True, yes. Nice. I do that also sometimes. I think that's, you know, a bad habit that everybody now has. Almost everybody. Except... When you, when you did this uh, on your phone, you were not looking at, on Facebook. You know, you were at least doing something productive and helping people on the Steam blockchain. True. So, so I think uh, it comes down to managing your priorities, not managing your time, actually. We all have 24 hours, not more and not less. How we spend our time is up to us. At least I think so. Sometimes people think that it's not up to them, right? That they don't have the choice. Other people force them to do something. What do you you have to say about that? That's true. You might find somebody who will push you, you know, to play. I mean, no, 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 not play, but exactly the opposite, that uh, your time is, your day is filled with activities that other people want from you, and then you don't have time well, for yourself. Well, but that's so much true for so many people, because you have responsibilities mm-hmm. that you must do. If you, let's say, have a family, you have a kids, so you have probably, you know, to take care of your kids. 
What about um, if you having you no know, a job, you have to go to a job and do it. What about you know doing this totally without any with neglecting your own needs? Is this okay? Well, it's not okay, but that's what happens in so many cases, especially for women. And um, are there any uh, hacks or shortcuts to this uh, to go around and uh, um, maybe not do everything in 100% top-notch quality? But maybe 95%. Is this... Would this work? Maybe. I don't know. I think it's... It would be really nice if people who are around us mm-hmm. would uh, think about our needs too. And maybe they could do some things for themselves. And that would save us some free time. And we could practice more. That's a lot to think about, about right? Um, what's Let's say you have a dog and you have to take you know, a dog for a walk mm-hmm. twice a day, yes? So maybe, you know, if you do that twice, maybe you could do that once and somebody in your household could do it, you know, Another time. But uh, so for that time you could you know practice. It's just one of examples. But walking it the could dog be you is... know doing dishes, doing laundry, doing whatever. You no know, domestic. I would uh, prefer doing dishes and and other uh, errands because walking the dog is healthy. Movement. That's movement. true. That's true. Um, I think even twice a day is really good and. Uh, and it depends, you know, how how active person is. If if he is or she is already active, then maybe, as you say, uh, once a day would be enough. But for others who work, you know, in a sitting position all day long, then it's healthy. And uh, if you sit down on the organ bench during that time, it's even more stressful for our body, right? So it's constant struggle, right, Osha? Finding courage and motivation to find time, to make time. True, true. Mm-hmm. And I think that through life, always know what suffers first is no practice time. When you have other needs. Do you think, Osha, that playing organ is a creative activity? Of course it is. And then, if it is creative activity, would that would it make sense to do it first thing in the morning? Of course, if you can do that, I think this would be the best thing, you know, to practice in the morning. But and and then you can do everything else, right? Well, but since you know, <laughs> let's say myself, for example, I start teaching at 8 a.m. I cannot imagine myself, you know, I get up at 6 a.m. I cannot imagine myself getting up at 5 or, you know, even earlier a.m. just in order to practice before my, you know, school day. I think I would be dead in half an year after living Mm -hmm. like that. 
But if you could leave the organ from 8 to to 10 a.m. and well, then start teaching from it would 11. Be, it, it would be ideal, but yes. know, not in this lifetime, probably. So we leave our listeners to figure out for themselves what's the ideal time for them to practice and uh, and how to find motivation, actually. To do this more often. What works for us, obviously, is to find some external motivation, like playing in public once in a while, at least regularly. Then you're forced to to get up on the organ bench because you know that other people will depend on you. And actually, you will be ashamed to to play in public without preparation. Right, Osha? I hope so. But not everybody, right? There are people who I know, I schedule guess. public performances without practicing. I have heard many, you know, sloppy performances and it seems like people have no shame. And we have friends like that, actually. True. I hope they're listening. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, this was Vidas. And Osha. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen. This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online, where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, The sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner, and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, it has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vides and Osha. Thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? 
If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.